Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Today's show is pre recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, man. Boy, God has been good to me. Man, I can't really count it all. You can't either. You know, it's all in perspective. You really can't count all that God has done for you. If you look at every little thing, it's unbelievable the things he's done for us. How many times, you know, we, we got through something without even talking to him about it. He just, he just blessed us with it. How many? You know, it's just, it's, it's so much that the fact that you wake up in the morning, the fact that you still have a place to stay, the fact that you know, may be struggling out here, but guess what? You, you still going to work. You, you know, you living check to check, but, but you're making it all. You got all the plates spinning, you know. It's hard. You got a lot of plates spinning, but you keep them up there somewhere. Every now and then, one break, but he put two more back up there that look a little bit better, and you got to get to spinning them. So it all works. Um, and then you got a lot of people who uh, just can't seem to mentally put it together as to, uh, you know, why their life isn't in the position that they want it to be. We talk about this oftentimes, but I want to try another angle with you today. You know, maybe it's you. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's no external force that's at fault like you keep making the excuse to be. You know, so many people I hear, well, if this hadn't have done this, if he hadn't have done that, if she hadn't have done that, I would have been further along. I wasted all my time, my years with this man, and he did this, and I could have been here, and I could have been there. And this woman, she did this to me, and if she hadn't have done that, I could have been here, and I could have been there. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not really that external force that you keep making it out to be. See, I've done this to myself before. Once again, I'm talking to you about something I know about. I've done this to myself before. I've had the reason I wasn't where I wanted to be. I had it figured out as some external force. I had worked it out in my mind. Clearly, it wasn't me. Because if so-and-so, or if this hadn't happened, and if they hadn't done this, I would have been further along up the road. That's what I was saying. But hold on, hold on, man. Boy, I learned a valuable lesson, man. See, if you don't ever let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. If you don't ever let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. I was listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes one day, and I heard him say, you can't drive your car if you're going to keep looking in the rearview mirror. You go outside and try that. Try to drive your car, but keep your eye in the rearview mirror. All you're looking at is where you've been. All you're looking at in that rearview mirror is where you passed or should have passed, something you should have moved on from. All you're doing is looking in that rearview mirror at what happened back there. If you don't stop looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash your car over and over and over again. Or you got to slow it down so bad in order for you to keep looking in that rearview mirror. If you don't learn to let it go, 
it's going to be hard for you to go forward because you keep reviewing the past. The past is the past. And I know it's hard. Man, I watched a show and this lady said, well, I just can't ever forgive them for that. Well, guess what? Guess what? God may have already forgiven that person. That person may be extremely remorseful, could have gone to God and gotten forgiveness for it years ago. But you, you sit here and you keep hanging on to the back. I can't ever forgive that. Mm -mm. Then I heard Bishop Jakes come on the show one time and say something that really, really struck home. You keep drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. (laughs) He said that, I just shook my head and went, wow. You drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. Revenge is poison to you. You know, if, if hatred is poison to you, unforgivingness, when you won't forgive a person, that person could be going on with their life, made the right with God, don't know how you feeling. They skipping through life. Now, you make adjustments every time you see them, and it takes energy, man. It takes so much energy to hate. It takes so much energy not to forgive. To a, now they come in the room, you got to avoid them, stay over here. Um, oh, here they come now. You got to make a situation over here. They come into the house, it's family reunion. Uh-oh, here they come. Where they going to be in the basement? I'm going up here on the third floor. I want to go out here and get some barbecue. She out there at the barbecue stand. Oh, Lord, I don't want no barbecue. I just eat this potato salad. People, man, take themselves all out of position trying to make adjustments when if you, it would simplify your life if you would let just let it go. Maybe you ain't where you need to be because of them external force, forces altogether. Maybe you're not where you need to be because of you. Because you won't let it go. You won't move forward. Look at this, ladies. Let's say you've been in a situation with a man. For years, it didn't work out for whatever the reason. It just didn't work out. I got I got what you say he did. I got what he did. I got he, uh, all of that, yada, yada, yada. When you get through, did not God get you through it? Did not he allow you to survive it? I got you got some cuts on you. I got you been a little bit bruised. But did he not get you through it? So now that he's freed you from it. Now he done went on. He got a whole nother family over there somewhere. He Now, now he trying to make it right. Because maybe he learned the mistake he made. And now he trying to be a better man. He just trying to get it right now. But you sitting there holding on to it. You drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. So now instead of you enjoying the blessing of finally being free from a situation that was not healthy for you, you create an even more unhealthy situation in your mind by hating, by having revengeful thoughts, by hoping he fall on his face. Maybe you even doing something to the other situation to make sure they struggle. Oh, man, you drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. Maybe you ain't where you ought to be in life, not because of your external forces, but maybe it's you. If you don't let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. You can't keep driving your car looking in the rearview mirror. Come on, man. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it, your undivided attention. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. All he left just was alone. Mm-hmm. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. Hey, mama. (laughs) That was my part right there. Hey, mama. (laughs) Any of the hard singing parts. Heard some folks talking about Papa doing some storefront preaching. Talking about saving souls and all the time reaching. Dealing in debt and dealing in the name of the Lord. Shelly Strawberry, how you doing, Dad? Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning. Was I'm I good. tripping too hard, Carla Pharrell? Never on the Temptations. Never, baby. <laughs> uh, what, you, what you know about that there, Junior? Not too much, but I'm waiting for that never. I never got mine. Never had a chance <laughs> to see him. Never heard nothing but bad things about him. Mama, I'm depending on you to tell me the truth. Mama just hung her head down and said, Nephew Tommy. Hey, Mama. <laughs> what a jack of all things. Is that what said Papa to an allegraph? Folks say Papa would beg, borrow, steal to pay his bills. And anybody hit that note that's rocking around. That ain't nah. right. No, nah, they don't do that. They, they, don't, they don't do that type of singing no more, man. Mm-mm. Emotional. That high note. Hey, that high note, yeah, man. Who was that? Eddie that, that, that Eddie. Hey, Eddie Kendrick. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was or uh, Philip Bailey from Earthwood and Fire. He got up there yeah. with his falsetto. Oh. Yeah. Mac- Maxwell can do it. And, and Eric Benet. Eric Benet, yeah. don't forget. Then oh, had, but them, um, them is singers you naming now. Yeah. yeah. El yeah. DeBarge yeah. could get up there. All them is singers you naming. Yeah. 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 Junior. Uh-huh. Give me one verse <laughs> of that Jodeci cut. What? 
Come on, boy. Hey, take my money. It's the same. It's the same, boy. My house and my car. Oh, Come on, boy. For a hit of you, <laughs> you can have it all. Lay the microphone. Cause making love Come on, Junior. Every time we do Girl is worse than drugs Cause I'm an addict for you Drive me crazy I can't leave you alone Say hey, Junior Make a face You got me fiending Make a face Said I'm fiending for you. That's how we wanted to start our day off for y'all. What? Come on, Junior. Man, that's boy. I can't help it. That's my yeah, boy. that's the cut. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like that about you. How you feel about temptation? Man. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for his nephew? You were out yesterday. Iceman Productions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jay Karee. Uh, Jay. Jay. That is Jay. Yes. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good, good. Listen, my name is Iceman with Iceman Productions. Uh, mm-hmm. I got my own record label. I, I I've stumbled upon a CD here. I'm a, I'm assuming this is your demo. Do you, you have a demo that's out right now? Yes, I do. All right, with a, with a couple songs on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I am. Um, actually putting together a female group. One of my employees gave me your stuff, and I, I've been listening to it. I like the tune. I like the vibe. And uh, wanted to see if, if that's something of interest to you, if you'd like to maybe be in a, uh, in a female group. What kind of female group? Four females in one group. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think that could be workable. Okay, okay. Um, hold on one sec. Okay. Who is that? That's Diddy? Tell Diddy I'll call him back. Tell him I'm working on this group I talked to him about. Okay, sorry about that. Hello? Okay. You, uh, you listen to me? Yes, I am. Okay, good deal. So listen, if you don't mind, could you, uh, and I know I'm catching you off guard like this here, you know, uh, Iceman, really, I really don't normally get on the phone and call people, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm heavy about this group and, and getting it out. I got Puff Daddy on my butt about it, and, uh, you know, he's one of the producers on this thing, and I'm trying to really bring this thing to a head. So why don't you do me a favor if you can, if you don't mind. Uh, take right? Yes. Could you could you possibly maybe uh, uh, sing something for me real quick so I can just you know I just want to hear straight from the straight from your your mouth to my ear if you don't mind. Just anything, okay. There's a hero if you look inside your heart. You don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Of what you are? There's an answer if you reach into your soul. Take that. Take that. And the sorrows that you know will melt away. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on one sec. Who is that? Tank? Tell Tank I got his solo. Tell him I'm going to listen to it. Tell him I'm working on a female group right now. Tell him I get back at it. Hello? Uh, uh, I, I, I apologize for all the interruptions. Okay. That was good. That was good. Can you give me, maybe give me a little something else real quick. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Take of... Real quick. How old are you, darling? I'm 29. 29. Okay, okay. Good deal. And uh, what, what, if you don't mind, what size are you? I, I, I don't have a, uh, a picture on the, uh, on the demo. Uh, about size three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll work. That'll work. Okay. Uh, give me, give me, give me, give me if you can, uh, maybe, maybe uh, do something else for me. Okay. Uh, you, got, you got anything like maybe you can Mary J. Blige it up for me a little bit, you know? 
let's see. What about Keisha Cole? Keisha Cole, I'm good with that. Let's do that. Let me hear that. Now you can wait your whole life trying to change what the feeling from what it's been. You may have got your heart broken a few times in the past. It never lasts as strong as it used to. Don't feel as good as it used to before. And everything you used to say, thing you used to do, went right out the door. Ooh, and more you'll be the one. That's what you tell everyone around you. And you know they've heard it all before. What more can you say? Yeah, yeah, Iceman like that. Iceman like that. Iceman likes that. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, listen, um, how do you feel about uh, flying up to uh, to New York, maybe in a couple of weeks, so I can put all you guys together? Oh, that's cool. You like that? Yeah. All right, all right. You excited about it? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, uh, uh, let me let you know this. The name of the group is the Lingeries. The Lingeries. And, um... I, th I think you guys are going to work out well. Once we get you locked down, that'll be four. So we have four girls that make up the lingeries, you know? Okay. They're real pretty girls? Oh, uh, uh, you got, I mean, you know, they, they're great. I need you to send me uh, some pictures as well. Okay. Can you do that? I got a headshot. Yeah, I got a headshot. Okay. Well, listen, I, I am going to need a headshot, but like I say, the name of the group is the lingerie. Uh, so is there a way you can send me something of you in some lingerie? What? Is, is, is there a way you, you can send me, you know? Wait, 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 wait. You want me to send you a picture of me in my lingerie? Exactly. Because, see, this is what, uh, when you guys actually perform, you're actually going to be going out on stage in your lingerie. Hold on. Wait. What you talking about? I'm trying so to get you to send me a picture in your lingerie so you can be a part of your group. You got the you voice, boy. In no damn lingerie. You know what? How the hell are you going to call me telling me to sing and in my lingerie and get on stage? That's what we're doing, baby. That's what the lingeries do. No. Hell no. What kind of you a crazy Who you? Where you get my number and name from? Where you get my CD from? I told you one of my people that worked for me gave me your demo. I checked it oh. out. I like, I like, I like what you was doing. And hey, I'm giving you a shot. You, you let me tell you something. You'll never be a, a star. You'll never be a star if you're gonna have all these obstacles in your way. You. Excuse me. You. Who you think you talking to? I'm talking to your. You need to you send crazy. me a picture in your lingerie. Is what you need you to crazy. do. You don't be calling me with this. You send me a picture in your lingerie. I ain't sending you I want a picture of you in your drawers. You ain't getting I got a problem with that. You don't, you don't want to be a star. You don't know what it takes to be a star. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, because I do. If you and did, you know what? You... I'm going to be a star. How you going to do it if you ain't part of the lingerie? Because I'm not a pornographic star, you idiot. I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. What? Is you listening? What do you want? This. His nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just you got pranked by your my boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I am so mad. Oh, I can't wait till he get home. He ain't getting <laughs> <my> lingerie. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I have never been punked in my life. <laughs> Them draws, Shirley. I'm about oh them draws. Oh my God! Lingerie. Thank you, nephew. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening 
It is time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. We have some good questions from uh, steveharveyfm.com. Keep them coming, people. Keep them coming. This one is from Nikki in Dayton, Ohio, Steve. Dayo, baby. Yeah. Oh, 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 Patterson. Patterson Co-op. And oh. uh, Wilbur Wright Air Force Base. Very familiar down there. Dayton okay. Comedy Club used to be there, too. Go ahead, sure. All right. It says, uh, Nikki says, I'm a 37-year-old uh, w- woman, and my father hooked me up with a decent man, and I've been dating him for seven months. He works hard, and he is a great man, but he's not the one for me. We started having sex a month ago, and there were no sparks at all. I know that this is the type of man I should be with, but I prefer a street-savvy guy with a little edge to him. Great in the bed, but still loves the Lord. What's wrong with me? Do you think I'm going to miss out on a good thing because of what I prefer in a man? Come you on, want street-savvy, edge, and love the Lord. Right. Uh, yep, okay. That's so great in you bed. Want, okay. Let me get it right. You want street savvy, mm-hmm. edge, love the Lord, and great in bed. Check. 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 Right. Check. But I'm assuming you have a great man who just for you ain't great in bed. Yeah. Pretty much. That's Y'all what could work on the sex part, mm-hmm. but you're 37, so you're going to pass on this man because y'all could have better sex? And it could happen. So I... I would reconsider because I don't know how long you've been out there on 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 this grind looking for this man, this good man, and all this here. <laughs> but if you want to get back out there and see what else is out there, go ahead. But uh, uh, there are a lot of people on this on, on on that's listening that would tell you to work on that first. You've been with him seven months. I'd put some effort into seeing if y'all can't stretch, stretch, straighten out this sexual problem first. Yeah. Before and you go throwing this good man back in the trash. What's she going to tell her daddy why they broke up? Well, daddy, you know, I I liked him and everything. You know, like he was everything you said he was. But damn, daddy, this man right here. He couldn't couldn't curl a toe if if I put it in a tight shoe. Right. Why is she going to explain that? Yeah. All right, Steve, this one's from uh, Carolyn, Carolyn in Greenville, Mississippi. She says, I am 62 years old, and about nine months ago, I started dating a man that I dated in high school. We're both divorced, and he told me he was looking for a good Christian woman. We're both seeking a stronger relationship with God, but we slipped up and had sex a few times. After the first time we had sex, he told me he wants to marry me. That made me feel better about us having sex before marriage. He hasn't talked about marriage in a few months now, but he still wants sex. Do you think he brought up marriage so I would keep having sex with him? I'm too old for games. Uh, This ain't no game. It's happened before. This ain't no game. This happened before. Uh, So this is not new. How old do you have to be before you understand that men tell you what they think you want to hear first? Then after that, then we tell you what makes us sound best next. And if you keep persisting, we'll tell you the truth. You didn't persist. You just ran up into your old guy from high school. Y'all was both divorced. Love the Lord. Want a close relationship with the Lord. Both y'all had sex a bunch of times. 
crazy. Nobody so, you know, so and, and y'all just in here just, you know, <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing with it, but, you know, just come on now. You too old for games. For games, he ain't bought a marriage no more because he don't want to get married. <laughs> yeah. He wants sex, though, right? We know how to give he you hope. He still wants that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> all that is, man. Yeah. Thank all right. You, this one's from Brian in Atlanta. Steve, it says, I'm a single middle-aged man, and my best friend is a female. She has had me in the friend zone for years, but I'm in love with her. I have told her this, and she says she loves me too, but she's not in love with me. Bottom line is, she wants a man with a lot of money, and that's not me. We do everything together like we're a couple, but she won't date me. How can I show her that money is not all that matters? CLO? I don't know how you... <laughs> that's the wrong on, person CLO. to ask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to hear this answer, CLO. Yeah. <laughs> you hear this answer, answer you get unrich. Come on, Come on we missed it. baby. Let's okay. go. Okay, well, well, what was the question? How can whoa, 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 I show whoa. her? Yeah. How can I show her that money is not all that matters? <laughs> Get to show with her. Come on. Yeah. How old is he? How, he, how doesn't old give is his, he? he doesn't give his age. He's He's a middle single, age. middle-aged, middle-aged man. Wait, so 50? it could be 30 to 50. Yeah. <laughs> 30 is middle-aged? 30 ain't middle-aged. Yeah, depending on when yeah. they nah, He ain't middle-aged. He ain't middle-aged. See, when a man it. don't tell his age, he, he up there. He's older. And yeah. he trying to explain why he ain't there yet. That's why. <laughs> hey, because dudes ain't know I'm a middle-aged man. And how do I? No, no you fit. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Really? So okay. how, get to do get to, how do I get her yeah, to How do I get her to you're stalling. Yeah. <laughs> money, money, money ain't everything. Money's not all that matters. It, yeah. it ain't. Listen to me, sir. <laughs> He's in love with her, Steve. I know, I know. Um, she wants a man with a lot of money, and that's not me, he says. Uh, well, uh, you got funny. that right. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Keep it moving. Well, you love said it best. Be him, huh? That's just yeah, not you. Um, and man. so, well, bro, listen to me, man. You know, man, you done had her in the friend zone. I told y'all men ain't really trying to be your friends, but, you know, you done had her in the friend zone. How do I get her to show her believe that money that is not that all that matters? Money is not all that matters. Mm-hmm. Well, you're gonna have to excel in the other things, brother. You're gonna have to. Really <laughs> if you want her, every other thing. Yeah, if you want every her, every I'm talking about dog. Sure. You're gonna have to get Man. good at every other damn thing and overshadow Man. the fact. <laughs> Man. Man, I'm thin. <laughs> okay. In, well, in the words, in the words of uh, the great fight trainer, you can do it, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. 
So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Old school relationship advice means well uh, most of the time, but some of it is out of touch and should become a thing of the past. Some of these rules or tips need to be redefined and clarified for the time we live in now. This is according to psychologist Dr. Joshua Klapow. For example, Klapow, Klapow, (laughs) for example, Steve, the old cliche, and this is biblical, don't go to bed angry. Uh, Dr. Klapow says we've heard this classic, but it's unrealistic. And sometimes going to bed mad and sleeping on it is better. What do you mm. say? Do you agree Steve? with that? Well, I don't Are agree with that. I wish we could go to bed and not be mad. I really do. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't nobody want to go to bed mad. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to sleep backs to each other. <laughs> Somebody yeah. roll over and touch you. You jumping. Get your damn foot off me. No, nobody wants that. I think it's better to do that. Now, is it realistic to expect not to ever go to bed mad? No, I don't think it is. That's what he's saying. But that show ain't good to go to bed mad. If not, we're going to be up all night. Or you wake up mad. You wake up and remember that you, you know, I hate that. If you let a woman go to bed mad, she wake up. She gonna be just as mad or yes. madder because oh, yes. she done thought about some more stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah, now dudes wake up and go, "Hey, baby, how you doing? How the hell you think I? Exactly. How was I last night exactly. when you shut your eyes? Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. no, I, I think he's wrong about that. It's yeah. not healthy. All right, Doctor uh, Klapow says uh, you can change them. He says it's a romantic idea. The old cliche, you can change them. But he points out it's not your responsibility to change anyone, right? I, I think, agree with yeah. him one hundred percent. That's a good Got one. It. Yeah. It's not I your like job it. to yeah. change anyone, nor don't you, nor do you have the ability. Right. Uh-uh. 
that, that's something that women have. I mean, we may as well admit that. We're always trying oh, to change. Absolutely, Shirley. And, and yes. I think it's the nurturer in us. We right. always, yes. yeah. Exactly. We always change him, girl. <laughs> yeah. I can change him. I know he's mm-hmm. like that right now, but once he gets Give me girl, six months. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let me work on him, girl. Yeah, yeah. don't Let worry. Let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got this. Girl, you're going to have to work it every day, though. <laughs> yeah. You work yeah. it every day. I'll yeah. change for you. You do it every day. <laughs> yeah, but women are guilty of that. All right, here's another one. Some people never change. That's the cliche, the old school cliche. Dr. Klepow says on the flip side, the suggestion that someone is incapable of changing is wrong. And it ignores the fact that we all have control over our choices. So I absolutely agree mm-hmm. with that. That's 100 percent true. Yeah. He's only said one thing I didn't agree with. And that was the first one. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. You Don't go to bed. People man. change. Yeah. People change, man. All right. All the time. Here's another one. Old school. Love will keep you together. Love will <laughs> keep you together. Mm-hmm. He says this works in an old romantic movie, but in real life, it takes a lot more than love to make it work. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> What's love got to do? Yeah. Got to do with it. Come on, Tina. <laughs> What's love but a second-hand emotion. What? All right, you better take it up. Got to do. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with it, man. Yeah. You need it a way more work, than huh? love. Yeah, you yeah. got to honor that commitment. Nah. That'll you got, make you, you stay got to and compromise, love, yes. understanding, yeah. take yes. the blame, uh-huh. eat it. Uh-huh. Not be right all the time. Why? He said, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> eat that. Yeah. <laughs> Chew on it. Nah. <laughs> It ain't mm. never worked for me. Never. <laughs> All right, what? here's Junior. No, it's that love thing. No. I told her I love her, but my replacement was at the door. <laughs> when you open, I'm just like, who is this? Oh, this is Chris. We going to dinner. You and Chris. I love you though. To the left. Mm. To the left. To the left. Manage you through. <laughs> Junior, you've been played so hard. It's Man. scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like what? But you, you've grown up now. You're forty oh, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You're good like, now. Yeah, that was yeah. back. Yeah, I ain't we, had nothing. We've all been through some things like yeah. that, though. <laughs> oh yeah, chalk um, it up to the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Old school love will keep. Uh, I mean, uh, know your role in the relationship. That's old school. Doctor Klepow says, forget this old gender stereotype, and uh, remember, there is not a required way for you to act. Your role in a relationship uh, shouldn't always be the same. It's constantly shifting. Okay, and, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. I missed it. Start over, Shirley. All right. I didn't understand. Okay. Know your role? Know your role in the relationship. That's old school thinking, okay? Dr. Klepow says, forget this old gender stereotype, and remember there is not a required way for you to act. That's new school thinking. He says your role in a relationship isn't going to be the same all the time. It's constantly changing, and that's a good thing. That's what he's saying. He says it'll shift organically. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's a good thing. Yeah, and that's a good thing. You think your role should stay the same in a relationship? Well, I mean, I think think your roles have to be defined Mm -hmm. so that everybody has an understanding of positioning. And then I think there has to be some type of uh, give and take yeah. where sometimes the other person can do that. I'm not saying like roles, like you do all the cleaning. I, I'm yeah. not talking about that. Yeah. But if you're but, good with money, yeah, do the I money mean, thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and that and could if be you, either side. If you role playing, then your roles change. Like, you know, I might be Batman one night. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But the next night I might be in Credible Hook. You know what I'm saying? Your roles do change. So you have to know that. <laughs> Right. Organically, right, nephew? And, and, organically. And, and, organically yeah. and realistically, you're neither one. <laughs> Super <laughs> evil. <laughs> All right, here's, here's old school. You should stay with them for better or for worse. That's he says, he says, we all want to think our partner will stick around no matter what, but if a relationship is unhealthy, you don't you don't need to stick Get it out. Out till death do us. Get out. <laughs> all right, we, we do have to get out. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for a round of Would You Rather. Let's jump right in. Would you rather silent treatment from your mate or would you rather argue with your mate? Just solve it with an argument. All right, hey, would you rather? Silent treatment. You'd rather silent treatment? Yeah, give me silent. I knew yeah, you I would want that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather your mate initiate sex every time, or would you rather skip sex for a year? Your mate initiates sex uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, every Touch time, me. or you skip mm. sex. Yeah. What Nobody's doing no year Touch on me. nothing. Get, get oh, started. Kiss me. Just, <laughs> just graze up against me. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Just come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Would you would you rather give an ex five hundred thousand dollars? B. Or would you rather <laughs> or, okay. All right. Or listen, would you rather give an ex five hundred thousand dollars or would you rather sleep with an ex just one more time? A <laughs> <laughs> I changed your mind. <laughs> Don't nobody yeah. want to go back yeah, to that right ex, man. You were so sure, though, Steve, initially. That ex is for a reason, boy. Yeah. Hey, here, right, congratulations. So Buy a house, get a McDonald's, do whatever you need to do. A McDonald's? You getting a franchise? Uh, yeah. Jay, I haven't heard from you. Uh, If we could lower that price, we might go work something out, man, if you could. Come down on that price. That that five hundred dollars. So right now you finna sleep steep. with her then. <laughs> so you gonna sleep? That's with what, your that's what you're leaning towards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out a price that's reasonable. For that's both the of us. price. I tell you what. I tell you what though, Jay. That was woo. That, boy, that was, boy. <laughs> How was you? I'd have to consider going on back. That one came through. I said, yeah, Jay, Jay Anthony Brown in the building. Jay was nice. Woo, boy, let me tell you. All right, man. so would you rather be kissed on the lips by a complete stranger or would you rather be licked on the lips by a dog? Mm. Oh, I ain't doing I don't do nah. dogs. No. Nah. No, you can go on and give me yeah. that stranger. Just yeah. let me pick him. A stranger in COVID? Hey. Yeah. hey. That dog. That dog. I don't you know. Dogs. They say yeah. dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans. I'm not going to hurt I don't know that. who told you that. I don't know who told you that. But I've seen say. a dog lick some things. <laughs> and if he mm-hmm. lick your lips, and you wake up in the morning, your lips will be on the pillow. <laughs> Just fall <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That is our round of Would You Rather for today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. 
your man, your boy, mm-hmm. that you met in 1986, as you told us earlier. The was $21, baby. <laughs> J. Yeah. Anthony Brown. And I didn't have it. You're not staying here, though. <laughs> Junior and Tommy, all you guys are here for what you say, uh, what you say you're going to do. You you tell them, Jay, what you say you're well, going to do for you. You know, year. everybody, mm-hmm. around right about this time, people make plans. Well, I'm going to do this. It's going to be a new year. I'm going to start off fresh. Mm, yeah, but I got yeah. it right here. What you say you're going to do and uh, what you're really going to do. Now, you okay. say you're going to go to the gym and work out. But what you're going to do is join the membership, go one day with your big ass, and then you're going to complain <laughs> that the machines is nasty and you ain't going back. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're really going to do. That's what you're really going to do. You I've say you're going to save some money this <laughs> yeah. year. That's what you say you're going to do. I'm uh-huh. saving money. Mm. Save, you done save about 500 Soon as that sale come around, it's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say you're going to do. But what you're yeah. really going to do, you say you're going to be nicer to your mother-in-law. You're going to call on the phone trying to be nice. You're going to figure about three minutes into this damn conversation, it ain't worth talking to her ass at all. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> what you say you're going to do and what you're going to do, ladies, you say it every year. I'm getting rid of him. He's mm-hmm. useless. He ain't no good. Yeah. He ain't doing nothing but taking mm-hmm. me down, and I'm going to be about me this year. But what you're going to do is let him hit it one more time, and then you're going to break it off. That's what you're going to uh, do. Uh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> one more hit is good, though. You're going to you let, let him hit it one Quiet more time. time. One more good one. Well, that's what you really going to do? That's what you really going to do? You say, I'm going to stop smoking that stuff. I ain't smoking no more because it ain't good for you. But you're going to look at that big stash you got over there and say, well, I got to clean that up. I got to get rid of all of that. (laughs) No use letting that go to waste. Jay, I got one. You got one? Let me hear what you say you're going to do and what you're going to do. You make your New Year's resolution that Uh, you ain't going to cuss no more. (laughs) You tell it to your best friend, hey, man, I ain't going to cuss no more. He Uh said, well, your fat ass should have said you was going to lose some weight instead. Man, f*** you. <laughs> what? Just fire off right there. Yeah. Well, we got fire up. Man, you yeah. kiss my. You kiss all of us. That's yeah. what you really go do. Here we that's go. What you really 2020. Go. Yeah, that's our resolution <laughs> over with soon as you yeah. made it. As soon, yeah. as, soon as he says yeah. something about your weight, yeah, you that's it. It lose yeah. some weight. What you Damn. can do is kiss my. F- you know what? Right. Yeah. Fire right off back at it. Yeah. yeah. Now that's go. <laughs> Oh, you say you're going to spend more time with your grandkids because you love mm-hmm. them. You don't get to see them much. They're going to come over there one day. You're going to figure out it's just better to send their ass $5 in a card and call it a damn day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need them over here at all. Yeah. And last but not least, oh, you say, come on, I'm going to read the Bible more. Come on, get boy. Get closer to God. Because I need him in my life. Oh, but then you're going to figure out, Joel Osteen come on in the morning, and I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to read a damn thing. This That's is what my you say you're going to do and what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs>
am what it says. I am. I love that, Tommy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, Jay, how about this, Jay? You got one? You got one? I ain't eating pork no more. Yes, I yes. gave oh, it up mm. pork every year. I'm giving it up right after first. I ain't gonna have a uh-huh. January first. <laughs> Sausage, bacon, <Yeah>. ham, <laughs> all on the same plate with eggs, grits. <laughs> you wasn't gonna give up no pork. That's you what you really up. gonna do and eat some more pork. Okay. Last one. <laughs> You, Last one. One. All right. you yeah. decided that you gonna pay your tithes this year. Mm-hmm. I'm uh-huh. paying all my tithes this year. Next Sunday, pastor pull up in the new ride. I'm not helping him make payments on no <laughs> new car. Right, That's what I'm not going to do. It's going to start with, oh, hell no. I'm oh, not getting oh, money oh, this oh, damn Uh-uh. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. Coming right. up next, the nephew in the building with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. My husband's drinking is no longer a secret. But right now, it is the nephew. Well, we know who this letter about. <laughs> but we don't know who wrote it, Steve. Uh, right now, <laughs> nephew Bet Tommy is here. <laughs> nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What'd what you say? What you got now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I'm gonna be stupid. I'm gonna be stupid. I'm gonna be stupid. <laughs> we know. Oh, welcome to the stupid university. <laughs> <sighs> y'all ain't ready for this, here, man. What is it, man? Let me tell y'all something, man. Put, if you got seatbelt, put it on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you, if you, I don't know. Let's see, what else can you put on under the seatbelt? Seatbelt. Uh, if your kids got a car seat in the back, you know, lock that in. Make that lock, lock all that in there. Okay. Uh-huh. Uncle Steve, this right here. Is Lester Tucker. That's what oh. this is. Right oh, now, though? Me. Let me kiss me. Um, is this the climate sad. for Lester Tucker? Are you sure? Oh, this gonna be the climate for Lester Tucker. What's wrong with the climate? Y'all think it's a I'm little too... I'm not talking too, about the literal weather. <laughs> it's a little too testy. Okay, well, guess what? We finished to run it right now. <laughs> Play it, cat dog. Play it right now. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach uh, Lester Tucker. This is Lester Tucker. All right, Mr. Tucker, how you doing? This is uh, Curtis Watkins, soul brother number nine. I'm with the BP of A. and uh, Who? The BP of A, Black People of America. What the? Okay. Well, listen, we, uh, we're doing a survey today. We're calling uh, a lot of white households, and we're trying to figure out, uh-huh. have y'all been using the N-word in your house? And if you have... The- how many times are you using the N-word on a daily basis in your house? The N-word? What, what kind of f- survey is that? I don't use the N-word in my house. I got youngins. We don't do that around my house. Have you been using the N-word at your job? Oh, hell no. I, what kind of survey is this? Oh, no, back the hell up. What did you just say? You got what at your job? I got black. What the f- Look, what business is of yours if I use the N-word? I pay the rent in this f- trailer. The I say the N-word if I want to say N-word. Hey, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, brother. Now, look. No, you wait a f- minute. You let, call me. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you, sir. We're do- oh, all, we're doing- all we're doing is a survey. Now, I will tell you this. We do have surveillances at your place, and we will be trying to figure out if you are. At my trailer? We, we will be t- dictating. Uh, uh, we will be trying to figure out if you're using the N-word. Let me tell and- you something. 
Let me say, if I won't say the N-word, I'll say the N-word. I don't want to say it. If I find some surveillance in my trailer, I will come and kick your black people's association. You hear me? You know who you with? Uh, this, you Lester Tucker, ain't you? You got right, I'm Lester Tucker. Why Why you want to know how many times I say the N-word? We're trying to get a survey on it, sir. That's what we're trying to do. Survey my You just trying to start some I'm with, I'm Curtis Walking with black people of America. I don't we, give a hell. I don't give a who you are, Curtis Walking. Sir. Why are you calling my house? Sir, I'm just here to ask, have you been using it, and have you been using it at your job? What did I tell you? I don't use it in my house because I got kids. I don't use it at the job because I got black people that work for me. Okay. I but, don't want to run them off by calling them names. Okay, well, when you go down to the club by yourself, are you guys in there using it? Now, come on now, be honest with me. Are you guys in there using it? Man, let me tell you something. I don't know what the f*** is about, but it sounds me like you said, look, I got black neighbors, all right? I ain't, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. When you just, when it's just you and them, them good old boys, when it's just y'all, are you using that N-word? Well, let me ask you this. When it's just you and your, and your hoodlum little buddies, do you, I mean, what the, what the hell do you call white people? You, you use the word? I have not used the word, sir. Oh, why did, why you use I, I want to get like I tell you. I don't know who the hell you are, sir. I'm doing. The, I'm doing this. the survey here. I'm, you I don't survey, survey my. All right. But why will white people of America? How about that? See, we can't have our own association. Oh hell no! You're calling me. Uh, calling me asking questions. Okay. Uh, I just got one more thing to tell you. Are you familiar with Williams? Yeah, he works for me. Well, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by. Williams. <laughs> you all right, man? You got kind of riled up, man. Well, man, you wait till, you wait till I see that, brother. He told me. He said, he said this white guy is going to go off. He said, trust me, he does not use the N-word, but just act like he's been using it, and he's going to go the hell off. <laughs> you wait till I see that, man. That's some that <laughs> me money anyway. <laughs> hell, you wait till I see all right, Lester, calm down. Hey, I got to ask you, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land? Let me tell you, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you know how I know? Because huh? them black guys that work for me have that <laughs> playing every morning in my company truck. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, baby. Wow. What's wrong, Carla? Carla, it don't fix the climate of what we in right now. My nerves are bad. I know. <laughs> I can't with you. You play way too much. I mean, you just, you, can you draw the line anywhere? I, I drew the line, and then I called Lester Tucker. What? You but went see, over the edge. But see, okay, he, well, it's he, the BPA, call. It's the Black People Association of America. No, oh, you please. took that line from your uncle, that lesson from your uncle. You don't, how do you know when you go over the edge unless you go over it? You got to go there. <laughs> and that's what you did. Yeah. yeah. It's the BPA, baby. It's the Black People Association of America. Oh, I yeah. love Lester, though. That was my dude right there. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good spirit, thank no, God. Because he was cool, you know. Yeah. He, he, he was he real. Was all right mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, he was yeah. real. He uh, was I real, paid man. rent in this here trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I say what I want to say. Let me ask you something. Your little hoodlum, hoodlum friend, what they call white people? Huh? Huh? What, what, what about that? Yeah. Uh, but we can't what have we do no, white... well, I'm from the Association of White People. But, oh, no. We can't have that, can we? <laughs> Boy, he, Ooh, touchy, he understood touchy. race relations mm -hmm. perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. he did.
Oh, oh man. God. How do you come up with this crazy stuff, Tommy? Oh, okay, okay, sure. Check this out. So this is, let me tell you what I just, I just, I just put this down. Oh my uh -huh. God, let me show it to you. Check this out. Here go my here go my next list right here, y'all. Y'all tell me if y'all like this, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, um, that's what I got coming up. Come on, Tommy. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Uh, this is called no no. I'm with the Triple uh, A Bell Bonds. Eric asked me to call you to uh -huh. help pay his fifty thousand dollar bond. I'm gonna need you to bring five K in the morning. When should I expect y'all? That's 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 that. This a dude in jail. I'm working uh -huh. on that prank. Y'all ain't ready for that one, okay? Okay. Uh, why would how you about prank? this one right here? But why would you do that? That's crazy. On. Why would he do these, any of these pranks? These are good <laughs> pranks right here. Check this out. I overheard you give your number to the clerk at the store, so I decided to call you. What you doing? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to holler at the clerk at the store. <laughs> Say, man, you overheard my number. And okay, now watch this one. Watch this one. Watch this one. So I got somebody that gave me this information right here. It's a person. It's a, it's a it's a guy that work at the um. He work at the pet store. All right. I call this bird talk. Um. I'ma call the pet store and ask him, can I speak to one of the parrots? All right. And that's gonna determine if I want to buy the bird or not. I need to speak to the parrot. <laughs> you put the parrot on the phone. <laughs> y'all don't y'all. The Tommy working over here, man. That's cute. <laughs> that's okay. Does it keep you up at night? Do you think of this stuff at night? Apparently, you know, I wake up and text myself uh -huh. and make sure I got my wait stuff You together. do what? You wake up and do what? I text myself. Text. You don't talk to you? Y'all don't see the stupidity shining through here? What? What? If you don't text you, who going to talk to you, fool? Wow. All right, look. Just let um, that marinate. Let it hang yeah. out there. Let it... <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. We got to go. Coming up, strawberry letter next. Mm. Subject, my husband's drinking is no longer a secret. Uh, we'll mm. get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Right now, it's time for the Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, on sex, on parenting, on work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Please tell him, Steve. Man. <laughs> Today. Um, what she said. Uh-huh. What she had just said. She being me. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and we could be reading your letter on the air live, just like we're reading this one uh, right now. Let's go, nephew. Buckle up and hold on tight. Here it is, the strawberry letter. My husband's drinking is no longer a secret. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for 15 years and we have two children. My husband is a functioning alcoholic. He can work a full day. Without drinking, but as soon as he's off the clock, he starts drinking. He drinks in private. He doesn't leave his alcohol out where I can see it, but I can always smell it in his cup. This started shortly after we got married, and I allowed it and never confronted him. I can always tell when he's been drinking by the changes in his behavior and how he treats me and the kids. Uh, it's gotten worse recently, and I brought it to his attention. I told him that I, I know exactly what he's up to. He says that he drinks to unwind every now and then. Well, a few weeks ago, he left work early for a doctor's appointment, and later that evening, he came home in an Uber, and he was totally wasted. He could not stand up, and he was talking so much trash that I had to tell the kids to leave the room. He called me all kinds of names and told me that he was miserable in our marriage. I knew it. I the, knew it. The next day... I took the kids and left him. I've been staying with my mom for three weeks, and during that time, I encouraged him to get some help. My husband is great when he's sober, but he needs some professional help with his drinking. I have checked out, and I'm no longer trying to keep our marriage going. He visits me and the kids, and we still do some things as a family, and he's always sober when we see him. He wants more, but I don't. Neither of us can afford to live on our own. What should I do? Well, I, I mean, the obvious thing is there's no kind of marriage uh, if you're just staying together because you can't afford to live on your own. You can't afford to live apart. That's no marriage. I mean, what about real love and real relationship and a real marriage? I mean, you're absolutely right as his wife and as his friend, hopefully, to encourage him to get some help because um, that and the Lord himself, it seems, are the only things can, that can make this situation better and, and work this situation out. Um, you know, you've, you've allowed it. You've been married for 15 years. You've allowed it. He started drinking shortly after you got married. And you say you did allow it and never confronted him about it. You can always tell when he's drinking uh, because you, you can smell it. This thing has blown up. It's blown out of proportion now. He He's stumbling drunk when he comes in. He can't even drive home. At least he has the wherewithal to know that um, he shouldn't be driving when he's that wasted. So um, I encourage you to continue to encourage him to get some help. And if he doesn't get any help, uh, it does look like this marriage is over. Uh, and, and that's unfortunate because you guys have kids. But he says he's been miserable since the very beginning. What, Steve? I'd say hell yeah. Yeah. He says he's been miserable since since the very beginning, and you're not willing. You don't want any more either. Um, but 
the, the part about you can't afford to live on your own, you're going to have to work that out. Get a second job. Do whatever you have to do. Because it looks like this marriage is doomed, especially if he doesn't uh, get any help and change his behavior. Steve? Let me, let, let, let me just read something to y'all. Okay. My husband and I have been married 15 years. We have two children. My husband is a functioning alcoholic. He can work a full day without drinking, but as soon as he get off the clock, he starts drinking. Do that sound for me. Uh, I don't know what you're uh, saying, Steve. What you saying? I man? hope I I hope I don't been know what you're saying. Fifteen years, got two kids. <laughs> no one we know wrote this letter, Steve. I didn't ask you, do you know who wrote it? Uh-huh. I asked you that this part right here sound familiar to anybody other than me. Wow. No. Well, to me, no. Nah. Well, it sound familiar to me. <laughs> what are you saying? Just say it. Anyway. <laughs> he started. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. This started shortly. Anyway. <gasps> Uh huh. Say it again. This started shortly. Oh, the word. Anybody that that sound like anybody we know. Why? Because of the word shortly. Shortly. Mm. <laughs> this letter is full of clues. <laughs> it is not a mystery that we're trying to solve. We're trying to help this lady. Yeah. Then this is what she said. I can always tell when he been drinking by the changes in his behavior. Uh huh. Who the hell came? <laughs> everybody. Everybody knows somebody when they start drinking. She's sitting up here like she done had a damn revolution. A revelation. Revolution. Comes in here talking about, no, I can always tell when he been drinking. Who came? I'll be back. Uh, yeah, with part two of your response. Today's uh, subject is my husband's drinking is no longer a secret. We'll be back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go. Let's recap. Uh, The subject is my husband's drinking is no longer a secret. Well, here's a dude who this woman claims is a functioning uh, alcoholic. He drinks in private. Mm -hmm. He never leave alcohol out where they could see it. This started after they got married. Yeah. And uh, she never confronted him. Uh, she can always tell when he's been drinking because mm-hmm. of changes in the behavior and the way he treat me and the kid has gotten worse recently. I brought it to his attention. I told him I know exactly what he's up to. He says that he drinks to unwind every now and then. Well, a few weeks ago, he left work early for a doctor's appointment. Later that evening, he came home in an Uber and was totally wasted. This when you drunk when you leave your car. Anywhere. And you don't leave your car voluntarily. <laughs> Some people at the right. bar go, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you can't drive out right. of here. Right. We calling you an Uber. And let's thank God for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He couldn't stand up. He was talking so much trash. I had to tell the kids to leave the room. He called me all kinds of names. See, when you get drunk, it come out. <laughs> and finally he told me this is what I was thinking the drinking was about he was miserable in our marriage yeah that's what he said miserable right? <sighs> but let me share something with you though lady you've been miserable too if you honestly think about it and I'll show you why I know you've been miserable cause the next day you took the kids and you left 
I've been staying with my mom for three weeks, and during that time, I've encouraged him to get some help, and he need help. Mm-hmm. My husband is great when he's sober, but he needs some professional help with his drinking. I've checked out, and I no longer try to keep our marriage going. That's because you've been through for a long time. This was just the tip of the iceberg. This was just the straw that broke the camel's back. You got sick of it. This was the last time. See, you've been miserable, too. So don't wear this just because this drunk dude came in here and had a revelation in front of you and the kid. I've been miserable in the marriage. You went (laughs) soberly. You went, well, I'll be damned. I have two. <laughs> and me and the kids is over mama's house. Mm. Now, you're going to have to go on and act like a girl. Now, he the one got to move. You go back to the house. She Let him move. It. She put up with it for a long time. Yeah. He visits me and the kids. We still do some things together as a family. And he's always sober when we see him. He wants more, but I don't. Neither of us can afford to live on our own. What should I do? Well, you finna be roommates with alcohol. You ain't got the money to go nowhere. He ain't got enough money to put you out. He's going to have to do something. You finna live with an alcoholic as a roommate. Oh, God. Dang, Steve. <laughs> Tell the kids, quit calling him daddy. Start calling him Jerome. <laughs> Not Romy Rome, dog. Yeah, just tell the kids and hit your daddy no more. He's a roommate. Uh, don't do nothing together as a family no more. When hmm. he come in the room, y'all cut the TV off and leave. But he's sober when they see him, when they go out on family outings. He going to get drunk unless he gets some help. Yeah, yeah, he definitely needs help. And if he wants more, he going to drink when he get off work. And you're going to have another episode. Mm. My suggestion to you is follow your heart. He has to get help before he can come back. Mm -hmm. He's probably a great guy, like you say. But after he gets help and completes the program, 12 steps, then every Wednesday he probably had to go on in. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Jerome. I'm, I'm an alcoholic. Because yeah, they make you say that at the meetings. I ain't never been to the meetings before. I've seen it on TV. And, yeah. Yeah. and movies and stuff. Like I had yeah. to go into, I was in a group one time that was, uh, you know, with physical uh, disadvantages. I was in a group one time where you had to stand up and admit your flaw. What? And I've had to do that before. And what did you what stand up and admit? And Hi, admit? I'm Steve and I have big lips. <laughs> I've had to say that. Big lip anonymous. Yeah, yeah and then I had BLA. But the lady standing BLA. next to me, hi, I'm Claire, and I have a huge nose. And I looked at her and I went, damn. Man, you should have been in this class. Where you been? I don't know how you deal with that. Can you see anybody on your right or left with your other eye? Uh, you say, we all got flaws. There's no uh, such yeah. group, is there? Yeah, it no. probably is. You no, know, I, I know. Was, it. I was looking at getting into them, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just try to stay abreast of these type of help groups, cases people out there listening to this strawberry letter that need help. Uh-huh. You know, they got they got class with high. Yeah. I'm Harold uh-huh. and I'm ugly. <laughs> that no, class damn. has a waiting no, list damn. though. That has a waiting yeah, list? That's a waiting list to get in that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I well, that. how do you get help for that though? I mean From uh-huh. being ugly? No, yeah, what you yeah. do, you can't get help for being ugly. You have you heard you learn coping, coping skills. Coping skills, how to deal yes. with it. Like, you uh-huh. know, don't don't stay in the mirror longer than ten <laughs> seconds. Because you, you ten can't seconds. Do it. That ain't a lot of time. Ten seconds, well, just do That's your enough. hair. And get on. Don't you brush your teeth in the mirror and stuff? And I don't. I'll be in my closet brushing my teeth. Because I know not to stay in there and look at it because I'm, I'm going to see something wrong. Because if you stare at yourself long enough, you know one of your eyes ain't the same size as the other one. 
Well, you okay. just kept it too much. Yeah. yeah. One <laughs> of my lips is bigger than the other one. Which one? Top or bottom? Oh, the bottom. Bottom. Easily the bottom. Easily. That thing got some weight. Let me tell you something. Candy's bottom lip round like walking around with a five-pound bag of sugar put on your face. You never had to do that. You're crazy. Girl, I'm just trying to tell you. All right, well, listen, we got to go. Thank you for that, Steve. Uh, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You can email us or uh, Instagram us your thoughts on today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can go to My Girl Shirley. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for a comedy roulette. Uh, today's categories are things you say to people to help you move, lies mm-hmm. men tell to get out of the house, <laughs> lies oh, women Lord. tell to get out of the house. Ooh, either one. Uh-huh. And lastly, <laughs> stuff white people say to black people that they think is really cool. All right? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's spin the wheel. Spun it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Mm, come on, come on, come on. Me ain't getting out the house. Come on, live. Yeah. Women. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> it stopped at stuff white people say to black people that they think is really cool. Let's let's get oh. right into it. Let's get right oh. into it. All right. Here we go. Oh, we just sliced up a whole lot of watermelon. I'm sure you like it. I'm oh, sure cool. you like it. That's an ass whooping. <laughs> Come on, Junior. So, um, do all of you all know the hip hop thing? <laughs> wow. All y'all know hip hop, don't you? Things white people say to black people that they think is really cool. Yeah. Okay. Man, I really want my I really want my lips to look like yours. <laughs> really do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Hey, Piggy wasn't small at all. Things. <laughs> 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 Stuff white people okay. say to black people that they think is really I cool. I don't really mean to be out of line, but could I just touch your ass? Just touch it, that's all. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so foul. <laughs> so let me ask you something. I don't really know you guys that well, but do you all have chicken farms? <laughs> chicken farms? <laughs> Ooh, hey, dude, listen, if you ever really want it, you know, I can teach you how to swim. Stuff <laughs> 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 white people say to black people that they think, they it's, think really it's cool. cool. Yeah. Right, right, right. Hey, I'll tell you, this first lady doesn't compare to yours. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That was a deep one. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. 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 So let me get this right. You went to college, but not on a basketball scholarship? Oh. Really? Oh. Really? Oh. Wow. <laughs> All right, Steve. Close, Close it out, Steve. Steve. Cool. Hey. Who's the daddy? I, yeah. I'll just tell you. I'm perfectly fine with another African-American president. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this life. I didn't have a problem with the one we had. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, 
The co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Yahoo is reporting, guys, a new poll uh, that finds 59% of couples say that they suspected their partner of cheating. If they suspected them, they would discuss the matter with them rather than jumping to conclusions. I'm going to say that again for the ladies, okay? 59% of couples say that if they suspected their partner of cheating, they would discuss the matter with them rather than jumping to conclusions. Okay, black okay cool. Let Your me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Shirley and no. Carla. No. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. No. Just listen to this question. Okay. <laughs> if you suspected uh-huh. your husband of cheating mm-hmm. and it was not on the internet, mm-hmm. nobody knew, none of your coworkers, it wasn't out, it wasn't made public. If you suspected your husband of cheating, would you bring it up calmly? Would you bring it up with anger? How would you do it? Probably all of the above for me. Uh, without the calm, though. <laughs> you already you know, know where I'm coming. All the Vigor. All of that. <laughs> There's no calm. All of There's the above no. for me without the calm. Anger. <laughs> if I suspected that? No, yeah. No, well, you, I mean, if you had suspicions, you ain't had no proof. Mm-hmm. You ain't you ain't heard nothing. You ain't got no pictures. Ain't no... Ain't on internet, it none of that. But Steve, uh-huh. you know we have intuition. You know we have intuition. Mm. Is Any that disappointing questions? to you, Mr. Harvey? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to see what y'all would do. I don't really And mm-hmm. and the word discussion I have a problem with. There will be no discussion. Well, are you gonna just find out on your own first? Like do you a little CSI and that, Let me ask yeah. you a question. Comes with though. The Suppose you discovered that you were 100% wrong about him oh, then I'm and a- that he wasn't cheating. Mm-hmm. What oh, happens at that point? Oh, then I'm apologizing oh, and begging to his forgiveness, begging for his forgiveness and threatening him. He better not do it. You see what happens. Yeah. When th- I just th- forgiveness th- and threat oh, at the yeah. same time. That is, Definitely. That is, you got to put the fear of God in his heart. That's you got to do lie. that. Yeah, you apologize yeah. for your wrongdoing. Absolutely. But, you know, but let me you know make it up to him. You know, that is a lot. all of that. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Any more questions? Mm-mm. We're that here for amazing. it. No, y'all's <laughs> answers is short and direct. And yeah, <laughs> and truthful. And and there's no, there's no, 
the in between ain't no, you know, that's, I don't uh-uh. like talking to y'all. Uh-uh. Yeah. That is, that's a Were you expecting something else? I don't know what I expected, <laughs> but that wasn't it. You've, you've obviously been through this before. <laughs> I'll tell you what I found out, though. Um, What's that? I'm finding out I ain't even enough to have a discussion. Once, <laughs> once they find out I cheated, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Your ugly ass sitting up here got the nerve to cheat. <laughs> no, you Failed, didn't. Don't you? But Junior, don't you know that money changes things? Don't you know that? Yeah, yeah. How, how you get the nerve? <laughs> That was before. <laughs> Look at you now. But see, Tommy's saying, dang, Junior, like, you can't believe Junior called himself ugly. Tommy, you're ugly. <laughs> no, I am not. I'm not going to let you rank. Stop doing that. You go, listen, 2018, uh, you're not going to do this. Tommy, I'm not no, ugly. I'm going to tell the truth in 2018. Are you fine, Tommy? Are you- no, I'm not no fine, and I'm not all, but I ain't just finna be ugly, though. No, I'm not doing that. Dog, you're what? not fine. And I'm not ugly. But listen to me. If you're not fine, <laughs> then what but is by you? a long shot, what you think that is? Why do you do I, that not, to him, Steve? You I, don't know that to I don't know why Tommy keep thinking he's cute. But you're you, not cute. I didn't, I didn't say I was cute. I'm just saying I'm not Tommy, ugly. Tommy, listen to me. Listen to me. You look strange. I'm, I'm, I'm decent. I don't look strange. Shut up, man. You do. I do not look strange. Tommy. Oh, wait, look. Tommy, listen to me, man. What? He just tries to find Get any yourself. way he can No, all you got to do is just talk. Get a mirror and look at yourself from the side. You strange looking. I am not strange. No, Tommy, you are. You look strange, dog. Everybody, all the men in our Stop. family, we strange looking from the side. We can have fun with it, Tommy, when you accept it. Tommy doesn't yeah, accept not, that. He's never going to accept that. You guys know that. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not, All right. I'm not well, All right speaking of take Tommy. Take us to break with your strange look. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time for a quick health and wellness shout out. Uh, give some... Um, you know, you you want to keep healthy thoughts and, and people being healthy. And uh, you're launching a brand new product. So tell us about your Elevate you. Well, on January the 3rd, I have a new product coming out. It's called Elevate You by Green by uh, Steve Harvey. It's a green vitality daily green drink. So I have a special composition that I had put in here to help cover your mit- mitochondriacs. And what that is, it 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 uh it, it it helps you from the cellular level. What a lot of people don't understand is you take vitamins and stuff that never reach your cellular level. When you drink greens, greens especially, are designed to go straight to your cellular level and make you feel better on the cellular level. Helps give you better mental capacity, increases your energy, where you can work out more. It's not a workout product is not protein it gives you the energy so you have the energy to go for your walks the energy to work out you know the energy to think more clearly it's a lot of energy and it does wonders for your digestive system and that's those are the things i've been working on people say steve you look young man and i do and i feel young because i take care of myself on the cellular level so on january 3rd it'll launch is called elevate you by steve harvey it's a daily vitality green drink and uh, it's just a thing to make you feel absolutely wonderful. It's a great product. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. All right. Congratulations, Steve. Can't wait for it, January 3rd. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, it is time for a round of Would You Rather. Let's jump right in. Would you rather silent treatment from your mate or would you rather argue with your mate? Just solve it with an argument. All right, hey, would you rather? Yeah. Silent treatment. <laughs> you silent. rather silent treatment? Yeah, we yeah. Silent. Silent. yeah, give me silent. <laughs> I yeah. knew I you won't get that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather your mate initiate sex every time or would you rather skip sex for a year? Your mate initiates sex uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, every Touch time me. or you skip mm-hmm. sex. Yeah. What Nobody you doing no year Touch on nothing. Touch me. Get, get oh, started. Yeah. Kiss me. Man, Lord, hold <laughs> <years>. <laughs> just raise up against me. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Just come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Would you would you rather give an ex five hundred thousand dollars? B. Or would you rather <laughs> or, okay. All right. Or listen, would you rather give an ex five hundred thousand dollars or would you rather sleep with an ex just one more time? A <laughs> change your mind. <laughs> Oh, nobody yeah. want to go back yeah, to that right X, back man. Over there. You were so sure, though, Steve, initially. That X is for a reason, boy. Man, hey, here, right, congratulations. So Buy a house, get a McDonald's, do whatever you need to do. A McDonald's? You getting a franchise? Uh, yeah. Jay, I haven't heard from you. Uh, If we could lower that price, we might go work something out, man, if you can... Come down on that price. That that five hundred dollars. So right now you're finna sleep with her then. That's what that's what you're leaning towards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out a price that's reasonable. For <laughs> that's both of the us. price. I tell you what. I tell you yes. what though, Jay. That was woo. That, boy, that was boy. <laughs> How was you? I'd have to consider going on back. That one came through. I said, yeah, Jeffrey Brown in the building. That was nice. (laughs) Boy, let me tell you. Would you rather be kissed on the lips by a complete stranger or would you rather be licked on the lips by a dog? Mm. I I don't do dog. No, you can go on and give me that stranger. Just let me pick a stranger in COVID. Hey, hey. that dog, that dog. You know, know, they say dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans. I don't know who told you that. I don't know who told you that. But I've seen a dog lick some things. (laughs) And if he Mm -hmm. lick your lips, you wake up in the morning, your lips will be on the pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Just fall (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. That is our round of Would You Rather for today. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Joe. All right, guys. This is our last break of the day, and it is time for some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Well, it's been a good day. Let me ask you guys a question. Just off the top of your head, what do you all, and anybody can answer this question, what do you think is probably the number one cause that gets in the way of people moving forward? Or what has gotten in the way of you over the years from moving forward? Because, I mean, it happens to all of us, myself included. I'm just asking fear. the question to the crew. Yeah, fear. Fear of failure. Fear of success. Um, uh, Sometimes trying to fix the past. Wow. When, mm-hmm. Lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let me address... Three things. This is interesting. I'm going to try to do this quickly. Let's talk about fixing the past. Let's Mm -hmm. talk briefly about fear. And let's talk about the fear of being successful. Let's start with the fear of being successful. A lot of people have a fear of becoming successful because they're not sure of the requirements that will be placed on them once they become successful. <clears throat> Some people think that they won't be able to handle the regiment of being successful. And that right there is, you're not understanding how God works. God never puts you someplace he doesn't prepare you to be. Do you understand that as you become successful that you're going to be tested, you're going to be challenged, you're going to be faced with all types of situations that will better you, equip you, and become make you the experienced person that you need to be to be in the place that you're going to finally wind up in. Stop being afraid of success and understand that God is not going to put you in a room that you're not qualified or equipped to be in. That's for starters. Now let's talk about fi- fixing the past. You ready? You can't. You can't. You get no do-overs in life. The problem that people have when they try to fix the past is because they are surrounded by people who are constantly reminding them of the past and telling them you're not this and you're not that and you can't do this because you did that and I remember when you did that. When you remove those people from your life who are constantly trying to remind you of your past, you will then lose the need to have to fix it. See, but you have to fix it when there are people in your life and including you who keep bringing the past to the forefront to put it in your present. That's why the Lord's Prayer is simple. Give us this day our daily bread. The Bible very rarely talks to you about your past because it's Mm. been forgiven. It's done. I, don't, I haven't read a whole lot of scriptures to help me with my past. I read a lot of scriptures that talk about now. I read a lot of scriptures that talks about faith, the belief in things that you cannot see, trusting in his word, holding on to his unchanging hand, realizing that all things are possible through him. 
I read a lot of scriptures about that. But nothing is more prevalent in our life today than the Lord's Prayer, which clearly says, give us this day our daily bread. Because tomorrow you have no control over. Now, you can have hopes for tomorrow. You can have plans for tomorrow. You can have visions and aspirations for tomorrow. But everything about tomorrow, which I have finally learned, should be should be tempered with the remark, if it's God's will and in God's timing. That way it releases me from having to be worried about the timing of an event. Because just because it's been denied, just because it's been delayed, does not mean that it's been denied. I had to learn that. So fixing your past can't be done. What's done is done. First thing you want to do about fixing the past, remove people from your life who are constantly reminding you of your past. And then secondly, forgive yourself just as God has done. I used to do it to myself all the time. Even at my daughter's wedding, I made the statement. I said, I've spent all of my adult life trying to fix the mistakes I made as a young man. You know what Bishop Jakes told me who was at my daughter's wedding? He said, you too hard on yourself. He said, you too hard on yourself. You need to stop doing that to yourself, Steve. And he was right. Because I keep trying to do that, and I had to stop. And last but not least, let's just talk about fear itself. The majority of us have a fear of success and a fear of failure because we don't have a strong enough relationship with God. I'm telling you, man, God erases fear. God puts you in a comfort zone. I mean, if you think about it just for a second, everybody, every Thing that you've ever gone through, and I've said this, I can't tell you how many times on the show. Everything you've gone through, every challenge you've ever had, every setback, every hardship, you've managed somehow to this point to get past all of them. Your track record for surviving rough days and challenges is 100%. Why would God not continue to do that for you? Lose your fear because God is near. Lose your fear because God is near. Mm. Those are the three things I wanted to address. Thank you for giving me those closing remarks. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.